from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. Day two of practice from Tim Hortons Field as the Ticats getting set to take on the Ottawa Red Blacks Saturday afternoon right here at the Donut Box. Lots to get into happening on Saturday. We're going to get into that in just a second as it's the first of our South Plaza Saturdays happening here at Tim Hortons Field, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and we're going to get to that. We're going to get to Coach O, as we always do. We're going to get to Chris Van Zyl and Alden Darby, who we caught up with after the game. Uh Defensive coordinator Mark Washington had a chance to go one-on-one with him after practice, so I'll play that conversation for you. And speaking of South Plaza Saturdays, that is exactly what president and COO of the Hamilton Sports Group, Matt Affinick, is going to do when he joins us later on in the show. So lots to get to uh, coming up here on Cats Day. Louis Butko, thanks for checking us out. Really do appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe and like so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other Great shows, including a brand new episode of the Coach O Show that dropped yesterday and a brand new episode of Morielli and Hitch that dropped today. So there's lots going on. Ticats Audio Network, listen daily because there's uh, there's lots happening and wherever you get your favorite podcast, just uh, like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. As mentioned, coming up on Saturday, Ticats taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks, but we're going to be kicking off, the Ticats are going to be kicking off their first ever South Plaza Saturday. So what's going to be happening? There's going to be an autograph session featuring recent alumni like Luke Tasker is going to be there. Mike Daly's going to be there. Brandon Stewart's going to be there. Uh, I think Rob Hitchcock is going to be there. So there's going to be autographs going down. There's going to be face painting, giveaways. Uh, we're giving away Coach O Big Heads. Maybe you've seen these in the crowds before. It's a giant cut out of Coach O's head. Uh, so our friends at uh, my insurance broker, Ticatch Insurance, have have made these giant heads. So we'll have some of those to give away. There's going to be inflatables. And uh, we're going to have pregame warm-ups. So kids 12 and under with a parent or guardian uh, will be invited to watch warm-ups from the sidelines. There's going to be lawn games, complimentary freezies for kids 12 and unders, uh, and, and mascots. So there's lots going down. Hopefully you can join us. And if you're looking for a good deal, the Stelco North End. Tickets? 15 bucks. 15 bucks. You can't do anything for 15 bucks anymore. Uh, so tickets available at ticats.ca slash tickets or reach out to one of our great ticket reps here at the Ticats. All right, let's hear it from the head coach and president of football operations. Here is Orlando Steinauer as he spoke after practice. And I asked him after practice today just how does he – Plan for an Ottawa Red Blacks team where you're not really sure what they're doing at quarterback right now. Here's what he has to say. I think that just feeds into the, you know, what we believe in, and that's always just focusing on ourselves. Obviously, you game plan opponents, strengths and weaknesses, things with it where are areas that you think you can affect the game. Uh, so yeah, that you know, we're probably going to see both of them, maybe one of them. Um, at the end of the day, we're playing Ottawa. Their offense won't change. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get every, – everybody takes the field, you know, preparing to win a football game. And, yeah, we're record-wise, we're the same. And, you know, they're going to come in here ready to go. I know uh, their football team will be ready to play. And it wouldn't matter who we played this week. Everybody's going to be ready to play. Um, just like right now, you know, I'm talking about another football team. But my focus is always on ours. 
Yeah, we're yeah. I mean, we're considering you know a, a few different options. You know, I think we we may look a little bit different. Um, part of that is health. To be honest with you, that's that's the most. So, uh, I would say that there there's a few you know in the kicking game and at receiver and even at DB there's there's some uh, some options that we're going through. Well, sometimes the message gets reiterated by what you see. Something you may have emphasized may show up on the field. Whatever that may be, hustling to the ball, uh, not dropping the football, warming up better, uh, more intensity. Like it's not something like if you see it, you don't have to repeat it. That is the head coach and president of football operations, Orlando Steinauer, speaking after practice today. And he mentioned there that, yeah, the lineup might look a little different going into Saturday as uh, we check the Ticats injury report. After day two, Cariel Brooks did not practice. He hasn't practiced all week. He's still on the six-game injury list. Alex Fontana was a full participant for the third straight day. He was activated off the six-game injured list this week. Kyle Saxlid remains injured. He did not practice in a new one today as Pappy White was limited in practice as he's dealing with a back injury, according to the Ticats Week 6 Injury Report Available at TyCats.ca. All right, let's go back to after practice, and let's hear from Chris Van Zyl, offensive lineman of the Ticats. Here's what he had to say after today's practice. Um, stay true to what we are um, and, and our core and our foundation. I mean, that's what gets you through these periods. You just keep on doing things the right way, uh, maybe improve um, individually because every every time you improve individually, it's improving one twelfth, right? And you put all that together on the field, every play, it's you're improving quite a bit. So um, as long as guys are um, continuing to uh, commit to being great and um, kind of staying true to what we are, um, I think we'll be just fine. Uh, it's, well, playing together. I mean, every pass set, every everything, it's got to be with the guy next to you. And if everybody's setting at different levels, you create seams and twists and stuff like that, get home and um, that's, that's where you get beat a lot of the times, right? And uh, it's not so much the individuals. Sometimes it's individuals, but a lot of times it's it's the unit as a whole. When a guy's not there, when a guy's supposed to be there to to pick up an inside rush or or vice versa. I mean, that's you start getting cracks and seams, and and that's how guys get home. So um, when you improve individually and improve your set, you improve with the guy next to you. Um, those little things, those they add up, and over the course of a game or a season. Um, every little bit of improvement you make with the guy next to you or, or the, the individual like yourself, um, again, those things add up considerably, especially when you're talking about the line. Uh, they move quite a bit. They got some, uh, some good pass rushers on the edge. Uh, Malden obviously was here last year, so there's some familiarity there. Uh, played against Cleon basically seems my whole career. Um, and then uh, Coleman, obviously, he's a, he's, a, he's a great player, moves laterally very well, and um, we got our hands full. It's, it's going to be a put-your-hard-hat-on week, and, and let's go to work. So that's what we're going to do. Ah, just getting on the same page, I think, um, whether that be um, our sets, our, our runs, our run fits. Like there's, there's a whole number of things that you got to work on as an offensive lineman um, with the guy next to you. And if you're playing guard, both guys on either side, and then if you're playing center, it's basically you're making the you're making the calls as far as where we're supposed to be, and then you got to work with guys on either side of you. So, um, yeah, there's there's quite a bit to work on, and um, we're just going to keep on working and 
um, building off of the previous play, the previous game, the previous practice, like everything, right? So um, that's our goal, um, it's just to keep on working and improving and improve a little bit every day. And um, I mean, by the end of the season, hopefully we're, uh, we're an excellent unit. And that is Chris Van Zyl, as we heard from him after practice day. And just a reminder, full scrums available at TyCats.ca. Still ahead, TyCats president and COO Matt Afanik, a one-on-one with Mark Washington. But let's wrap up our post-practice sound and let's hear from Alden Darby as he spoke to us after today's practice. I mean, you just look at the facts. I mean, you know, you don't try to... You know, you don't try to count numbers or stats or records or things like that, but sometimes you got to call a spade a spade. I mean, we're one game out of first place in the East, and that's that's just the, that's just the facts. You know what I mean? So you talk you talk about how you not get down. I mean, that's just the facts. So we're one game out of first place in the East. We go out, just got to take care of business. It's always been a, I come up here every other week, and I and I say the same thing. And even though record is what it is, it's it holds true. It's against it's it's us versus us. It's on us. Does it take a hit? Sorry, Milton. Does it no. take a hit on your confidence? Nah, heck no, no. We wouldn't but be some here. Some guys it might. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're in this building. <laughs> we don't have no guys like that in this building. I can guarantee you that. No staff members, from the cooks to the cleaners, there's nobody in this building that lacks confidence. They want us. They want us to put on the show, and and, and that we will do. They want a show, and we're gonna give them what they pay for. We're gonna give them what they love. They love tight cap football, and they love Hamilton. They love the city. They love everything about this building, about these colors. It 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 holds so much weight. This black and gold in this entire city. It's 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 gives so many people in this city hope just to come out there and just you know they they just love it. You know what I mean? They they love the, the staff. They love the owners. They just love everything tight cap football is about. And so. We also take pride in that, and we want to make sure that we go out there every week and put on the show, put on the very best show for them, and, and, and we owe them. So we're going to put on the show. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, I can, can't blame them, you know what I mean? Um, but I know like nobody else, I know they're not going anywhere. I know they're going to rock with us. I know they're going to stick by our side, and, and I know that they're going to believe in us, and they'll be there. And, we'll, like I said, we'll do what we got to do. And that is Alden Darby as he spoke after practice today. He's emerged as one of the key pieces on that Ticats defense this season. And speaking of the Ticats defense, I had a chance today to go one-on-one with defensive coordinator Mark Washington. And we started our conversation about how he stays positive and how he maintains positivity despite the 0-4 start to the year. You, you maintain positivity because everything you want is still ahead. Everything is ahead of us. You know, we have, wow, we have a 14-game season, you know what I mean, that we need to really focus on. So that's that's how you say because it's the future is bright. It's a lot of great things ahead of us, and we're ready to do the things that are necessary to get there. The season is a grind. You mentioned that. There's still 14 games. How do you... How do you learn from what you've been through, but also put it in the past? Well, I mean, well, that's what you do. You, you, all right, what did we do? We did these things great. We didn't do these things well. All right, so now we have to, you know, improve on those things and then move forward because the game that's ahead of you is way more important than the one that just passed. How would you describe your defense heading into Saturday? What? Who are the 2022 Ticats defensive unit? Well, well, we're going to see it. We're going to see a bunch of guys that are flying around, making plays, playing hard, you know, understanding the situations that they're in, you know, being able to play complimentary football with our entire team and then being able to knock the game out and finish it. Especially your defense has always had 
a sense of pride of making those big plays. Mm. You know, even last year, Sim had a couple of INTs taken back. Do you feel like those plays are, are just not there right now? Well, they haven't been there because they haven't. As you, you can look in the past and say, oh, they're not, they're not there. But that don't mean they're not being able to be made, you know, and that's the exciting part is that we know that we're able to make them and that um, we're going to. Uh, Mike, a new face in here. How has he adjusted and how does it how has it helped having him surrounded by Dylan and Teddy still out there and just what you've seen? Well, we, we know that he's a force, right? You know, he's a force and, you know, he's come in and we, we try to make sure that the guys that we get here are guys that we know that that'll be able to fit and he fits in. I mean, we have a good room. Those guys are, are very accepting and, and make sure that. You know, we've had success, and so you know, guys want to come in and, and do their part to be a part of this Tiger defense. The continuity. I mean, you've really been. You know, we're knocking on wood here, but you, mm-hmm. you've been you've been lucky mm-hmm. with what you've been able to do week after week and getting guys. And it's not. I know it's not luck because you got a great training staff. But what does that mean for your defense to be able to have that consistency week in and week out? Well, it means a lot. I mean, that's what you're all aim for. You know, as they say, the best ability is availability, right? So our guys have been. They take care of themselves. They do the things that are necessary to not leave things a chance. You know, and hopefully. You know, you can't control those type of things, but the things that you can control, let's go ahead and take care of those. And the waiting room. It's not just the starters. It's it's the waiting room or the practice squad or the backup guys. And what's the key to keeping those guys ready at a moment's notice to be able to jump in? Well, I mean, they understand how important it is. I mean, they're they're in the waiting room for a reason, right? You know, they're and they're getting better every single day, and they know it's it's exactly that. It's a waiting room, and so you know, at at some moment, you know, you could be called upon, and you better be ready. You're playing a Red Blacks team that I mean, the only certainty at quarterback is that it won't be. Masoli, which is unfortunate, obviously. But um, when you're not sure who specifically to plan for, what do you? How do you approach that? Well, you you plan for the Red Blacks. That's what we plan for, you know. And we're planning to to play that team, and, you know. And, and and you know they're going to have 12 guys out there. One of them's going to be the quarterback. It'll probably be you know Arbuckle or Evans, one of those two guys, and we'll be ready for those two. Um, not to get into specifics because I know you won't. But what do you see from this Red Blacks team? You know what? They they got a lot of playmakers, man. You know, they got a lot of playmakers, and they've been making some big plays. They, I mean, they've hard, they fell on some hard times, too. They've had some rash injuries and things like that, some inconsistency on the O-line because they've been shifting around. So, you know, but, but they're able to make big plays, and that's what we got to make sure that we handle. Well, good luck this week, Coach. Thank you, Lou. And that is the defensive coordinator of the Hamilton Tirecats, Mark Washington, as we caught up with him after practice today. The Ticats getting set for the Ottawa Red Blacks on Saturday. Keep in mind it is a 5 p.m. kickoff, which was not the original time, but it is a 5 p.m. kickoff here at Tim Hortons Field. So if you if you thought it was 4, if you originally put in the schedule when it first came out, uh, but it's a 5 o'clock kickoff, which is fine because if you come down early, there's something brand new happening. It's called the South Plaza Saturdays, and here to discuss that is the president and COO of the Hamilton Tire Cats, Matt Affnick. And uh, Matt, South Plaza Saturdays, something uh, you seem very excited about introducing this week. Uh, there certainly is, Louis. Great to see you, and thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, the uh, Saturday afternoon game has always been one where we've seen great uh, interest and enthusiasm from families uh, and young people, and. Uh, this is one of two Saturday afternoon kickoffs we have, September 17th being the other. So we've tried to make this game day feel better. Uh, this is a 5 p.m. kickoff. 
Um, and starting at 3.30, we'll have some, uh, some unique activity going on down there. We'll have autograph signings and face painting and free freezies for kids and a whole host of inflatables to, to keep kids busy. And, uh, you know, we think at a time where, you know, people uh, are, are coming down to the venue, a reason to get them down early of, of providing kind of value beyond um, their ticket. That's never been more important than it is uh, seemingly right now. So want to make sure people have lots of things to do. Um, as an enhanced part of their experience of coming down to Tim Hortons Field for a Tiger Cat game. Well, and speaking of value, uh, we mentioned the ticket packages that are available. There's the family pack, uh, four tickets, 99 bucks, which includes a $25 all-access card, $15 to get into the building to sit in the North uh, Stelco end. And uh, I want to get back to the families part because it, it really is an important concept of getting families and we know there's going to be tailgaters like there always are in Lottie but this is for for families to really spend the day here yeah for sure families with kids but also Louis friends and groups of friends I think you know it's important um, in the modern sports entertainment world to to provide different types of activities we think for um, as wide an audience of people as, as possible. So, you know, we think a lot of the stuff we're doing with the South Plaza Saturday stuff is, is geared towards kids and, and the, the kickoff time of the game is, is really rooted in that. But a lot of the social um, viewing out of seat uh, experience that we have throughout the stadium for every game, we think speaks maybe to more of a, a younger audience who are, who are there to be part uh, of a professional football environment for sure. Uh, but also see value in coming from hanging out with friends and moving around the building and traveling and, you know, music and drinks and all the things that come with a good social experience. So being able to provide all of that um, in one spot, we think is a unique part of, uh, of what we deliver at Tim Hortons Field. Absolutely. And, and you brought it up there. You really do utilize every inch of the property that the stadium stands on. And we noticed it at the Grey Cup. Uh, fans are here for the Heritage Classic. Uh, you know, a lot of activations going on down there in the South End. And how does that go towards the future of what you want to do here? Because it seems like there's always something new, whether it's, like I said, the Stelco North End I'm looking at here, South Plaza. Like, how do you continue to innovate on a pretty fixed set of circumstances where we find ourselves? Well, you know, I think one part that we think is highly unique to our situation is, is this is a stadium in a, in a residential neighborhood. And, and while some might speak to the challenges that creates, we, we actually see it the exact opposite way. We see the opportunities that creates in terms of uh, being able to deliver an experience that's a little bit different. Obviously, the geography looking up to the south. Uh, the beautiful Hamilton escarpment and all the visuals that come with that. But the footprint itself is actually quite large and, and lends itself to, um, you know, a variety of different type of activity. You know, you referenced most, if not all of it, you know, but I also think, you know, the venue is, is, you know, almost eight years old now. And uh, this innovation and this desire to, we've tried certain things. Some have worked better than others. The ones that work the best and dear and, and, and grow. Um, but, but that at the same time, having a bit of a, a refresh of that experience is, is something that I think is a requirement as we compete to make sure we're delivering great value for our fans and uh, their friends and family to come down and, and, and spend their time with us and, and watch a Tiger Cat game at Tim Hortons Field. And it goes back to the 360 degree aspect of the stadium, because if you have not been, and I, I encourage anyone who has it, but the Coors original, and I think that goes back to what you're saying, where it's a social aspect, the Coors original bar here at the stadium is one of the most 
happening places at the stadium outside of what's happening on the field. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, and that's, uh, that's located uh, in the Northeast uh, corner of Tim Hortons field on level two there, Louie, but uh, all of these areas, the people standing on the concourses, the people standing uh, in the Stipley, the people inside all of the bars or children's playgrounds or any of this, you know, that reflects that trend we see at the building of, of social viewing. All of those people have stadium seats, but they've elected to be out of those seats to be doing something else, um, being social, watching it. And it might just be there in passing back to their seats. But at any given time, you can see that there's thousands of people scattered throughout the venue who obviously see value and, and see great entertainment in participating in those social or out of seat experiences. We think that's part uh, of, of the unique opportunity to come to an event at Tim Hortons Field. And it's not just Ticats. We've seen it at every event we've hosted here over the course of the last, you know, five or six years. Yeah, I, again, I just think of the Stelco North End and for 15 bucks to be able to get into the building and like I said, have access to all that stuff. Another cool thing happening on the South End on Saturday is alumni autographs. And uh, it's it's been nice to see just how much alumni want to still be involved with, with what's happening here. And, you know, Luke Tasker and Andy Fantuz and Courtney, like all the people on the Ticats audio network, but to see guys like Brandon Stewart who want to come back and why has it been so important to establish these relationships with these alumni early on after their playing days to, to have uh, the kind of relationship you want with your alum? Yeah, I, I, I think that prioritizing um, ongoing relationships with, with alumni of every generation is something that, that our leadership group um, has prioritized from the get-go. And, and there's lots of those examples. The, the resurrection of the Wall of Honor program uh, is another one, uh, which is a partnership between us, us and the alumni. So that starts with we have an amazing relationship with our alumni uh, leadership, Jason Riley, Ryan Donnelly, and others. Um, so we work very closely with them and, and we recognize that the players are the franchise and the franchise is what allows the players to uh, um, get on the field and play pro football. So I think that unique understanding and that respect and that relationship um, is something we've tried to build on as it relates to the new guys. Uh, you know, again, I think people have just had a great experience playing here uh, in the Bob Young era of ownership and the Tim Hortons field era of playing that, you know, we pride ourselves on how we treat our players and coaches and how our fans respond to them. And I think that leads to a situation where players want to be around and having someone like Courtney Steven in such a prominent leadership role uh, with our organization, honestly, just makes it a little bit easier, right? You know, relative to some of these newer uh, alumni guys that have played more recently, Courtney played with a lot of them. So I think guys like Stu or guys like Daly, um, even guys like Luke that, that, you know, Courtney just has great relationships with these guys, which has helped us facilitate making sure that we find multiple ways to uh, ensure they're still involved with what we're trying to do. And what we're trying to do is, is, is uh, take care of our fans and, and make sure they have a great experience. All right, before we let you go, today is Tim Hortons camp day. And of course, Tim Hortons is such a huge partner with what we do, but we love Tim Hortons. Um, but what is your go-to Timmy's order on camp day and every other day, uh, Matt? My go-to uh, Timmy's order is always uh, an extra large coffee with one cream. I ordered an extra one of those today uh, in light of, of camp day festivities. But uh, listen, can't say enough, not just about Tim Hortons, but... Uh, the synergy between the Thai cats and Tim Hortons and, and, and the forge and Tim Hortons in terms of the restaurant owners here um, in Hamilton. And we, both of our teams 
pride ourselves on on what we try to give back to the community and and the restaurant owners here from Tim Hortons and Hamilton you know they kind of share that uh that DNA and what they do locally on the ground to benefit youth and kids and our community in general is is the part of the Tim Hortons story that I think is uh uh, that we're most proud of our, our association with and all, all they do um, to make life better here at Hamilton. Made in the hammer, right, Matt? There you go, buddy. Made in the hammer. Matt, I know you're a very busy guy, so thank you so much for connecting. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, Louis. My thanks to the president and COO of the Hamilton Sports Group, which includes the Hamilton Tigercats, and Forge FC, Matt Afanik, for giving me a couple minutes today for talking South Plaza Saturdays. Fun for the whole family before kickoff down here at Tim Hortons Field ahead of Saturday's games. You can come down here at 2.30. Should be a beautiful day here at Tim Hortons Field. And if you try to get tickets still, I mentioned it with Matt. There's the Ticats Family Pack where you can get four tickets and a $25 Tim Hortons Field rewards card for just $99. And you do that for this upcoming game on Saturday or our Week 8 game at the end of the month, July 28th. Uh, You can go to ticats.ca slash tickets for that. Or you can sit in the uh, Stelco North End where tickets are starting at just $15. And I mentioned it. You can't even go to a movie for $15. I was looking at, I was looking at going to a movie, and I don't want to get on a tangent. I want to go see the new Thor movie yesterday. And I thought Tuesdays were a cheap day. Apparently not. I'm going to movies, and then they charge you an extra fee. Anyway, uh, not going to rant, but $15. Bucks. You can't do anything for $15. Bucks. Come watch the Tide Cats. Hopefully beat up on the Ottawa Red Blacks. Saturday. All right, that'll do it for us today. We are back tomorrow, same place, same time, right here on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko, hoping you have a great day. Ticats today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.